and welcome back. Our uh, what should we call us? Our union brothers and sisters to this break time with the big guy, the Grand Poobah. You know, we're here. Uh, we're really going with the iron workers uh, motif. You know, our, our hashtag is is uh, you know, local Rooney twenty three. Uh, make sure you're part of the local. Um, so again, I'm the big guy Scott Ferrar. That's Mike the Grand Poobah Parazzini. And today we have with us Rooney prop Sam Davies. Sam, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Uh, absolutely, dude. It's it's a pleasure. Thank you for taking your time out um, to come here and, and be with us. We really appreciate it. And one of the things that we love to see is having our athletes come on, especially our newer athletes who aren't, uh, you know, who, who, who have just joined the team. And, and man, I'm super excited. I'm very excited. So real quick, before yeah. we, we before we do anything, we, we're going to talk about our uh, – our Rooney spotlight here, right? Our fan spotlight. And some of you guys are going to, going to know Jay. We, we see Jay, uh, in the comments all the time. Um, so we're talking about our boy, Jason Zimmerman. Now, Jason Zimmerman, um, is, is probably one of the best fans we have. And the reason I say that is he commutes a long way to come to these. matches. I mean, I don't think you guys understand coming all the way from Pennsylvania to come to a Rooney match. And he's been doing it now for four years, uh, season ticket holder, um, he does amazing things uh, for the team. You know, comes in. He was he was our rep when we had uh, the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, Seattle Seahawks, excuse me. Seattle SeaWolves there, um, and I couldn't make it unfortunately. I, I had a family event to do the ball exchange, which was a big thing. Matt caught caught right. Um, the Seattle SeaWolves fan went to every single away match Seattle had and did a ball exchange with every fan base. And I got lucky enough to get to do one with him in the final. You know, so he did it during the playoffs as well, and during and got to there during the final which was amazing um can't really beat that it, it was awesome it's just one of those things you see as a rugby fan and you go this is why we're here but again jason started off watching the saracens me and me and jason actually met before the formation of rugby new york yeah shut the fuck up mike as saracens fans we were part of a, a it was called saris on tour and when the saracens were coming over here and playing we'd be part of the supporters group and do all this fun stuff um that you know, it was part of the rugby community prior to the MLR and its conception. Um, obviously, when Rugby New York started, he, this was the closest team to him. Um, so he started watching. He became a season ticket holder. And like I said, he commutes very far away to really support this team. He's always upbeat. He'll be sitting in Section 6 with me uh, right at the at midfield. And feel free to go up to him, say hi. Uh, we love Jay. And, and that's our player spotlight for now. Um, oh, if you check the uh, if you check the um, if you check the post, you'll see we have the Eventbrite tickets for the Rooney versus OGs at OGs um, coming up uh, on what is it a week from Friday? Again, it's uh, Friday, February third. Tickets are twenty bucks. They'll have food and drinks available on site. Parking is free. The doors will open at six. Now, this is not at Segar Field. Field, excuse me. This is at their indoor facility, the St. James in Springfield, Virginia. Just a real hop, skip, and a jump. A decent a decent little drive. Unfortunately, the big guy won't be able to make it. I forgot that uh, I let my wife go away on a girlfriend trip that weekend. Stupid me. Never let her you know, do anything during the preseason. That's a tactical error on my part. But what are you going to do? Um, again, Friday, February 3rd, uh, gates open at 6. They'll have food, drink, free parking. Go check out Rooney play the OGs in the preseason match. So let's get to our the, the, the man of the hour, the topics we're going to be talking about, Sam Davies. Um, Sam is going to be a prop for us here at Rooney, um, taking, filling up some big shoes the last couple seasons, with some big props we have, 
um, that didn't come back, unfortunately, but, you know, still put in great shifts for us and kind of did. Hey, there we go. The man of the hour, Jason missed, probably missed the whole thing. I was talking about him. Um, but, uh, you know, big shoes to fill. But, I mean, looking at Sam, I think he's going to fill those shoes rather well. So, first, we're going to talk. Uh, we're going to, my question to you, Sam, is besides it probably being, you know, from the schoolboy age, like, when did you first start taking rugby seriously? Um, well, back home, you, you pretty much start playing footy when you're like five years old. So, I've played rugby since I'm five, um, so 13 odd years now. And um, so I played all through club since I'm, you know, five to sort of 12. And then I started playing for my high school. Um, I played all like the rep, uh, the rep grades coming up, um, under 14s, under 16s, under 18 sort of thing. And um, my professional, the, sort of like the professional side of things sort of kicked in last year when I, I made North Harbour Rugby um, in the NPC tournament um, back over in New Zealand. So that's sort of when it started for me. And now this is just, you know, this is sort of like my second uh, professional side and it's all pretty fresh to me, but um, it's going good. Yeah, listen, it's it's the, the reason one of the reasons I reached out to you to be a guest on is, you know, you're you're one of the younger guys in the game, um, less experienced professionally. But that doesn't mean you're any less experienced than anybody else. You're coming in and you're going to provide a, a nice uh, burst of energy to a front row crew that, you know, is is I would say in their middle age and, and late age of a, of a rugby career. And yeah. I love to see young guys come in. So this is this is why I wanted to have you on to talk about it. Um, we're big fans of the MPC. We see the guys go back and, and play uh, yeah. for their respective teams all the time. And you know, it's something we follow here uh, in New York, especially since we get to see the guys go back to, to play. Um, you know, I think uh, the biggest thing for you, right? How are you, I think, how are you going to manage uh, the professional environment, right? So you had the one season really playing um, at North Harbor and you have a, a routine, right? So do you think your routine is going to change any now that you're in New York? Do you think you've honed that that pre-game, that pre-match routine? Yeah, definitely the pre the, the pre-game and pre uh, pre-match is uh is the same as it as it is back home, but definitely during the week it's a lot different now. I'm living by myself. Um, my partner's coming over actually tomorrow night, and oh, nice. um, and obviously back home I'm living with I'm living with my parents. They sort of help me out. Do my you know, mum still doesn't <laughs> want me back home. Uh, um, um, obviously helps me out with my dinners and stuff. So now I'm sort of um, by myself as such. So it is definitely like, you know, a massive a massive change for me uh, coming here to a big city, coming from a small city. So, yeah, it's definitely a big change during the week. I wouldn't say much much has changed pre-game and uh, post-game, but, um, but, yeah, definitely during the week, sort of like, you know, the build-up from Monday to Friday into a Saturday or Sunday game, that's definitely changed a lot. I was going to say, is there any like culture shock between, you know, what you experienced at North Harbor compared to what you're experiencing now with um, New York? It's all, it's all pretty similar. So my coach actually, Ben Afiaki, is now the Rooney coach. He is, he's my coach at home for North Harbor. So the culture shock, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say as much, but, um, and also obviously like the, um, the game plan and the team, all the team sort of stuff is quite similar to back home, which is a uh, pretty refreshing. So lucky, um, lucky on that front really yeah i mean that's a that's a nice transition you have for the coaching side at least to understand what he's going to look for in his training package and, and yeah. everything he's looking to do you know it's there's no there's no uh learning curve for you maybe for some of the new guys you know who haven't worked with him but again 
That's this is this is the sport. This is the game. Um, it's funny we talk about American sports and 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 rugby specifically. Like you could have one coach at youth, one co- a different coach in high school, a different coach yeah. in college, and then you know however many clubs you're on, you could have that many coaches. So it's we're actually used to coaching changes um, and tactical changes because there isn't that academy system set up yet here. Um, you know we're getting there, but yeah. You know, I think we're we're adaptable rugby players and, and tactics and things like that. Um, so, but no, yeah, that's that's great. And you know, you're going to have that home coming soon with your partner coming. Um, listen, I hear it on great authority. Andrew Coe does great laundry. Yeah, He's way bigger than him. So you just yeah, just just like you know, muscle him a little bit about like, hey, I need help with the laundry. Maybe he'll help. Okay. I'm just okay. I'm just I'm just messing around. I love to bust Andrew's chops. Um, yeah. So you've been here now for for a couple weeks. Um, yeah. obviously, you know, iron workers and, and the change, the skyline and the hard work, um, effort is, is what the pride, what Rudy prides, you know, being on the field as, but it's also something that they want to make sure is off the field too. Right. And I know you guys recently had a scavenger hunt and part of that was to, I'm sure acclimate you to the, to the town, but also acclimate you to the guys. Um, can you give us a little, a little idea of how that went? Yeah, so we were put in, um, or firstly, we all bus from our iron, um, iron workers HQ all the way into, um, into you know, central Manhattan. We all stayed at, um, we stayed at um, the Millennium Hotel in, um, at, um, in Manhattan. So uh, on the on the Wednesday last week, we all went out. We all we all split in four teams. We all had um, a different color. We all had our our team logo sort of like uh, embroidered or spray painted onto our shirt. And we're all we're all walking around um around Manhattan and um obviously with our coloured shirts on with our with our logos, you know. Um I think um obviously what we did in, in teams we sort of had like a we had like a sheet of um things that we had to accomplish during the day. So we, we started at nine o'clock and we had to be back at three o'clock. So um so yeah, we were we were just doing all these um all these different challenges from up the very top right down to the bottom. Um and we were um yeah, it was cool. We were walking a lot, but we were also training. We were, you know, ca- catching the light rail in the, in the subway, you know, around the city. It was, um, it was pretty eye-opening because I haven't actually, hadn't actually explored the whole city before, before that day. So it was, uh, it was pretty cool. That that's awesome. Yeah, you definitely get your cardio in. Yeah, while, you know, living and working in Manhattan. I had, you know, I've, I worked in Manhattan for many years. And my wife, uh, I met my wife when she was going to Columbia up in Washington Heights, which is near nothing. So all you did was walk. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's 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 one of the fun parts. I think you know, acclimating yourself to the city in that way makes it way more enjoyable. And obviously, you know, when you have your time off, you'll get to explore it on your own. But I think exploring it with your teammates, just tight, kind of taking a day to bullshit, not necessarily be on the field, is one of those things that just kind of synergizes everybody to understand how everybody thinks. And, and all that. yeah, yeah. You say was there, was there one particular moment that you know sticks out from your time at doing the scavenger hunt? Yeah, I think um, I think up when we were in Central Park, we uh we had to walk into Central Park and uh get a photo of all of us, sort of like you know amongst amongst all this greenery. I'm I'm used to it all at home, which is which is you know it was quite re- quite refreshing. Um, you know we um we all went to Central Park and we got some um we actually just asked a random lady to take a photo of us. Uh, we, <laughs> that was one of the challenges. So we all we all sort of posed inside this big chalet sort of thing and uh in the middle of Central Park and we all had to pose and then, you know, obviously she, she took the photo for us. So 
that was definitely the <laughs> the highlight of my um of my scavenger hunt for sure. That's that's awesome. I love to hear yeah. it. And you you talk about um you know the greenery back at home. So let's say you're yeah. you're back at home and uh it's the off season. What are you doing on a day off? Um I'm really into golf. I'm also into fishing. So back home, I've got like a little, um, a little IRB, a little five meter boat. Um, I like just, uh, um, just to go out for a fish with my mates. You know, um, chill out on the boat, which is, uh, which is pretty cool. Something I'm, that I'm definitely going to miss here while I'm here. Um, so yeah, either either fishing or playing golf, or um, obviously with my partner, chilling out with her. As I said, there's plenty of fishing in, you know. Yeah, there is. Oh, yeah. you took oh, yeah. a charter boat out of New Jersey? Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. You're right You're right where you need to be, man. Okay. I need, go I need go for bluefish. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Trust me. That's the, the boating, especially coming out of the Hudson or going out of Long Island yeah. Sound is, is great. Um, okay. So you talked about golf. Has the, has the butcher talked you into a round of golf yet? I don't think, I don't think the butcher is really into golf, actually. I don't think he's in. Is he? Yeah. I'm not sure. Ask, he is. Ask, ask him. Ask, he I might. Have, he might be trying I to hustle actually, you. I haven't actually yeah, talked to him about it yet, but I've I've talked to um I've talked to a few boys about it, and there are a few uh, a few keen golfers, and you know, amongst the group, I've talked to a uh, yeah five five or five or six of um of the boys, and they're pretty um pretty keen. So I think that'll be a probably a. A good uh, day off challenge or day oh, off thing to do, you know, with some of the boys, you know, when we got some spare time. Definitely, mm. I, I definitely think the butcher's trying to hustle you. And get okay, off he's talking, just, talking just shit, saying. then is he? I think so. I think yeah. so. Right. Okay. So, speaking of back home, what is your comfort food? You know, back home or you know, yeah, coming in here. Um, back home, I, I eat quite a lot, of, quite a lot of sushi. I haven't actually seen a good Japanese or. I haven't actually searched one up yet. Really, I haven't actually been uh, been looking around. Hopefully, there's a couple of good spots around. Um, so yeah, back home yeah. I'm I'm quiet for my sushi, but um, yet to yet to try sushi here. So so here's so when when your girlfriend comes in, Nobu, Nobu, <laughs> okay. Just make sure you're wearing a jacket. You might see some paparazzi. Right. Check out Nobu. Nobu. <laughs> Yep, Mike's Mike's laughing because it's a very very expensive restaurant. <laughs> Is it? They, yeah, yeah, that's where all the celebrities go. You'll see oh, okay. when you look it up. You'll be like, "Up, oh, I don't know if we go in there." Uh, um, um, shoot, there's there was one in Midtown when I was working down uh, down there, but okay. probably moved. Hold on. Is there one on the Jersey side or? Oh, no, no, definitely. Not. Uh, West Fifty Seventh <laughs> Street. Oh yeah. That's <laughs> Um, but yeah, that's a good place to take the girl out on a special occasion. Um, I was gonna say when I was in Hope, you were in Hope, guys are out of Hoboken ish area yeah, right now. Yeah, I remember good, yeah. one of my friends used to live in Hoboken. He still lives in Jersey. He went to uh, Stevens Institute of Technology. There was a sushi place that made sushi burritos. Oh my! That was yeah, sushi just wrapped in yeah, they had rice and then yes, you know, seaweed on the outside. It was phenomenal. Yeah, Dude, that I awesome. actually, I actually do like my burritos as well. So that could be quite a good mix. For that. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Uh, listen, sushi's. I mean, I got to be honest. For as much as people talk about the Hudson River, which they're not getting the sushi from, they're going out out to the Sound and the ocean to get it. I think yeah. uh, New York is probably one of the better places, obviously outside of Japan, to get sushi because yeah. they have 
higher end restaurants and, and more people are open to it and things like that. So I don't think you're going to have a problem at all. No. Okay, Even good. in your area, yeah, going to get sushi in your area, you guys are shacked up at. So he went with comfort food. I'm going to go with if you had to buy a jersey from another team in the MLR with your own money, it can't be a New York jersey, can't be a New York jersey, what team would you buy? Oh wow! So this is a fashion question. This isn't a loyalty yeah. question. This is strictly okay. a fashion question. Um. Well, I was actually looking today through all of the. I was looking through all of the teams' new kit for the 2023 season, and I think the San Diego side had quite a cool camo jersey. Yes, they do. Am I right? They do have a great camo jersey. Yeah. So if I was to, if I was to choose one in a fashion sense, I'd probably go with that camo one. It is, they, and they they rock that that red and black really well yeah, um, yeah. all the time, and and even with the camo, they do that desert camo and just have little tinges of, of red and black like on the collar and the sleeves. I really dig yeah. it. We had a good camo one uh, two years ago. Yeah, two years ago in twenty twenty one, Mikey. That that yeah that there we go right there. Same thing that desert camo, okay. just the Rooney crest. You know, it wasn't anything special, but the camo mm-hmm. looked cool. Did, wait, did you was that the Andy Ellis one you bought? It wasn't Andy's. It was uh, Connor's. Connor's? Oh, Connor's. Yeah, you bought Connor's jersey. And then yeah. I'm sure you smelled it after all the... <laughs> Put um, it on. It, it doesn't fit. It's yeah. tight. But I ended yeah. up getting yeah, a bunch of people to sign it too. But yeah. Uh, what are your must ha- What are your must-haves for a jersey? Like what? what is like... If you were to design a rugby jersey, what does it have to have? Um, well, obviously, I think it's got to have some like heritage behind it. So obviously, our, our jersey has the has the outprint of New York City, has the skyline print. So that's obviously a key point. And back home, you know, like we have a couple mountains, so they're incorporated onto our jerseys up my club side. So I think definitely, you know, the jersey's got to show, you know, where you're from and what you're about. So definitely a bit of heritage in, into the jersey is a, is, a main, is a main thing. Yeah, no, I mean... Collar, like collar or no collar? That was my... That's your, uh, I knew that was what he was getting to. <laughs> Not color, color. Okay, no, because some of yeah, it's 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 like a, it's one of those things where like people are like, oh, you need a collar, and then I'm like, but do you really? Because now it's just an extra thing to grab. I come from the yeah, no collar, not color. I thought thought you were talking about color. Okay, I actually, I actually do like the um the collar this year. We had our photo shoot today, and I actually um I tried I tried the jersey on, and it was it was very nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm, I come from the American football background where you went. I, the less stuff sticking out, the less they're going to grab you. So it's yeah. Always, I mean, it's, it's, there's a famous Michael Strahan, a famous New York Giant. He used to get his jersey, and then he'd have one of the, the staff come with um, a hair dryer <laughs> and put it on super high heat to shrink it to his pads. Seriously. So, so, so that offensive lineman couldn't grab him, yeah. I've actually never worn a collar in a rugby game before. So at really? home, at home, it's just like the the standard the flat, sort of yeah. look, flat look. But I'm definitely excited to wear a collar this year, so it should be good. Yeah. And Mikey's a big collar guy. Now, now yeah. I'm gonna steal. I'm gonna steal one of his questions. Um, and so this is one he loves to ask guys, and since he he's definitely hasn't asked you this question, I'm gonna ask it. What do you prefer, your socks high or your socks low when you're playing? My socks low, definitely low. That's a young kids game right yeah. there, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm old school. I'm high, and you use the you use boot laces to keep them up. You know, okay. 
Yeah, that's how we used to do it back in the day. Like you know, well, you can um to keep them up, you can get the old um you know that that black uh, black electrical tape and just <laughs> yeah, the, just wrap it around. Yeah, we just had extra car. extra bootlaces because then what happened was if you pop the bootlace, you just take it off your you just take it off your leg real quick and put yeah. put it back on your boot real quick. You know, it was really yeah. nice. And then you, you you missed the second part of that is uh what type of you know cleats or boots you wear, uh plain boots or flashy boots. Um. Oh well. So I've got a couple pairs of boots. I I wear a black. I I pretty much wear all Adidas boots. I wear a black pair on the Astro just to run in. A black with sort of red red lines in them. So sort of, uh, they're pretty plain. And then I've got um I've got a pair of white. They're actually white because I couldn't find any others. Uh, white like boots that I plan that I had my big sprigs in. So I'm definitely a plain guy. I wouldn't go for a bright for for a very bright color, especially being in the front row. It just doesn't seem right. Why? I mean, listen. Show show your 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 yourself. Get put you out there. Show your vibe. I mean, you know, yeah, you got nah, guys like Charlie Hewitt do that. You know, Charlie Hewitt's always wearing pink boots or some shit. No, nah, I'm, no? I'm definitely a, I'm definitely a more a more like dull sort of color guy anyway. So dude, yeah, yeah. I got you. It's funny. So the the famous hockey player Wayne Gretzky, who played for the New York Rangers for a while, when he was a kid. Um, everybody would, would make fun of him in like the, the local people because he was wearing these white colored gloves, right? And they were like, yeah. oh, he's a showy. And this is back when everybody wore either brown leather or black. Oh, he's just trying to show off in this and the other thing. And in a recent interview, he said, I wasn't trying to show off. He goes, what, I, what we would forget is he would buy hockey gloves for the hockey season. Then he'd cut them for the lacrosse season. And he goes, really? nine times out of ten, I would forget that I had cut them. So I would just be really late into going to get new hockey gloves, and the only thing that were there were white gloves because everybody had taken the browns and the blacks because it had nothing to yeah. be flashy. It was me and my dad were just lazy buying new gloves every season. <laughs> I always thought that was hysterical. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah. all right. So speaking of Charlie, and first of all, I know you have a nice mullet going. You have a nice name. Yep. I saw some pictures. Yeah, which is you know which is you know it's been a Rooney fashion since 2019. So. If you had to pick one guy, yeah, oh yeah. If you had to pick one yeah. guy on the team with the best hair right now, besides yourself, who would it be? Um. Oh, let's think about this. Um. I mean, Jack went no hair. He just Jack, went. I'm shaving it. Jack's season. fully gone. Jack's Jack's fully gone bald. So, um, it can't be Jack. Um. <laughs> um oh my, he's got a sharp a sharp blood. Joe Joe Bass has also just gone fully bald, pretty much as well. Did he really? Interesting. Um, Interesting. It's it's like oh, it's not fully bald, but it's it's pretty sure. It's pretty much like a skin, you know, skin fade. Um, honestly, all the boys, no one really has an out there sort of haircut. Everyone's got quite a quite a short back and side sort of lid. No one's really got a mullet or a or a crazy sort of haircut. So. What about Quinn? I don't really know. What's, yeah, what's Quinn rocking these days? Yeah, Quinn actually, Quinn's actually rock, um, rocking a mullet. He's got quite a quite a bushy one going on there. He's also yeah, that's going to change. He's he's, he's the guy. Beard. Yeah, he's the guy. The day before a match, he's hitting up the barbershop for a fade. I, I, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> don't get used to it. I have a feeling he's going to first match. But, you know, before you guys take that flight to Seattle, he might be late. Yeah. So he can be <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, but yeah, I. Last year, I mean, we had quite a few mullets. Charlie had a mullet until his parents visited. <laughs> he just wanted his mother to see it, I believe. Yeah. Right? Um, 
Then Bonasso came in with a mullet. Andy came in with a really bad mullet. Um, yeah, Ben's actually yeah. still got a Ben's actually still got a good mullet. He's actually running a mullet. Yeah. Oh, really interesting. Um, yeah, it, it, it's quite tidy though. It's not like a, it's not big and bushy. It's quite yeah. like tidy and neat. Yeah, it does. So I mean, yeah, it's, it was interesting because in the year before that too was like a lot of mullets. I don't know. It was yeah. just it was like mullets. Everybody had mullets. It came back into fashion. Yeah, it was in fashion when I was a kid in the in the late eighties, early nineties. Back home, like, the oh. mullets. Um, back home, the mullets right in fashion. Everyone, um, everyone back in New Zealand, pretty much is, you know, yeah. that that's between eighteen and twenty-one sort of thing. They're all rocking mullets. It's quite funny. <laughs> yeah, it seemed. Yeah, it seemed like once you get twenty twenty-one, once you guys came out of COVID, yeah, was that had to be late late twenty twenty when uh. Yeah, Super Rugby came back on again. Everyone was yeah. rocking mullet. And it yes, just, you're it, right. Yeah, I think had, um, I think after the after the lockdown, everyone was just obviously at home, couldn't get a haircut. Was just trying to probably probably quite bored as well. Just probably thinking of something fun to do or what? Why don't I just grow my hair out? You know, so that, especially um, if they weren't going back to the office, nobody was going to say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that definitely could have been part of it. So I got it. So here's a, a question we're bringing back from the dead here. Because you're a new guy, so we can ask you this question. Yeah, you got to pick two guys to be on your team for touch rugby in the backyard. <laughs> Who are you picking off of the Rooney squad? Uh, I'm gonna pick firstly Jason Emery. He's got a he's got some silky skills. <laughs> I'll pick him, and um, and maybe Ed. Ed's um, he got some serious taste on him, so I'll yeah, take Jason he's quick. Ed. Yeah, I mean, listen. You pick the two quickest guys on the team. It's, yeah, with some good skill, then some good footwork. You know, yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the, the, what we what we learned about some of our centers and wings is they got a lot of steps, but they also like to run forward. Um, and, yeah, and bash some people. So it's it's good to see them utilizing both the the skill and the, the power, especially. Yeah, especially sure especially Ed. He's quite a he's a big winger. He's a big you know he's he's a competitive player. He's a big boy. Yeah, yeah. Love to see it. I love those picks. I'm still in one yeah. of your questions now, Scott. Um, nice. <laughs> uh, we know that Quinn is in charge of the music. Let's say yeah. that you're you're in charge of the music. What are you putting on for everyone to listen to? Um. I like the nineties, nineties um, old school rap. So that's nice. funny. I, I listen to that stuff back home. So, um, so yeah, I'd definitely be on uh, on that sort of genre. I think, um, I think in terms of music, I think it's more just whoever's really there sort of plays it as well. It's not. I don't think it's a said. Oh, I think Quinn is in charge, but obviously, if he's not there, I think everyone sort of just plays their own sort of stuff. Yeah. I had a question. Do they still? They still play a land down under for uh, for Joe. Yep, <laughs> that was a cool requirement from the butcher. Once a day, they got to play land down under when Joe shows up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, real quick, we'll just end it on this. Um, you're coming into the season. You guys got about what uh, less than a month away from the opener against Seattle in Seattle. Uh, you're going over to play over at Starfire, which is a, a mean little stadium. By mean, I mean it gets rocking. Those Seattle fans are loud. They're yeah. close to the pitch, and they bring the pace. Um, yeah. So what are you expecting for that first match? Like, are you are you excited? Are you amped up? Are you – what kind of – what are you expecting for it? Yeah, I'm very excited. I I did hear as well that they're um, that they're quite a – yeah, the, their fans are pretty, are pretty ruthless. So 
I did hear that the boys were saying last year that they were like ripping into them on the sideline and giving them quite a lot of chat and that sort of stuff. So, um, so yeah, we obviously we um we train for those sort of moments anyway, so we'll be well prepared for that. But um, um, yeah, my me personally, I I I haven't played footy in uh, what is it four or five months now, so um, you know, I think all of us are pretty um pretty fizzing to go. We've had a big a big build up. We've got about obviously we've got. Just under a month to go now from until our first game. We've been training for a month as well, so I think the boys are very amped up and very, uh, very keen to rip in. Definitely. Oh, I got one more, and I'm just thinking about it now because we got just a couple, yeah. couple seconds. So on that trip, you get to pick your roommate. Who are you rooming with? Well, actually, I, I forgot to mention I'm actually also rooming with um, Daquan Perry here. So I'm oh, my boy Daquan. Daquan, I love Daquan. Yeah. Is that who was in Daquan, the background come before? In. Come in, Daquan. Come on. <laughs> There we go. Here's lads. Daquan Perry. Hey, what's up, hey. bro? Hey. One of the greatest roommates I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, so. That's nice. So, so you love the room with them on the road too, then? Um, I think I've um, I've definitely had enough of Daquan already. So, on the road, <laughs> definitely not. On the road, definitely not. I'll definitely choose someone else. <laughs> um, yeah. I was um, when we were. Um, we were doing our scavenger hunt. I was meant to be rooming with Chance, but he was actually away. So, but yeah. No, that's I love it. I love it. Thank you so much again, no, Sam, for fun. being on. We really appreciate it. Uh, no good luck going into the season. Um, I'll hopefully we'll meet face to face soon when we're at uh, the home opener. Um, yeah. the fans, again, remember uh, there's a link in the in the in the post about getting your tickets to. Um, the preseason against OGs, why wow, I just completely forgot who who they were playing, which is down to St. James in Virginia. Again, an indoor stadium. Um, $20 tickets. They'll have food and drinks available. It's indoors, so that's always nice. You know, February in, in Virginia is still kind of cold. Um, doors open at 6 p.m., and that's Friday, February 3rd. And, again, the, the opener, the MLR opener, the season opener, is against um, – Seattle on the 18th. That's a 9.30 kickoff on FS1. It won't be on TRN for the local. It'll be on FS1 for the local people. TRN internationally. Home opener the week after. Uh, come check out the big guy. Come check out Jason and our buddy Rob Rooney and all those other guys. So, Sam, thank you so much. Appreciate thank it. And fans, we'll see you guys at the next week, Tuesday, for the next break time. Cheers, guys. See you later.